welcome to another episode of Hour of Healing. Friends, I am Joe Debra, and hosting us again this week is our sister Candice Povey. Sister Candice, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me again. Hello, listeners. Again, this is Candice. I'm here. I'm here to be your host. And Dr. Joe is going to be the one we are going to discuss today's topic with. And the topic is titled, You Are Not Your Mistake. You Are Not Your Mistake. This is Hour of Healing. Um, before we begin, as usual, I welcome you. But I'd like to just, again, just um, get an understanding of the topic. Why the topic from Dr. Joe? So, Dr. Joe, as we begin, can you give us... Um, why this topic came to be, the reason behind, the influence behind this topic. Yeah, Sister Candice, uh, thank you for um, again hosting us. Now, um, the uh, saying, you are not your mistake, is uh, something, a saying that we usually do encounter. Uh, and whenever um, we hear that, um, the uh, short explanation is, it's a way to emphasize the idea that making mistakes does not define a, a person or does not um, form a, a person's entire personality. Um, the truth is uh, we all want to get to a better place or get to a higher place in life. And if we desire to get to a place of prominence, a, a better place than where we are right now, um, it's an uncharted territory. It's a place that we haven't been before. And so the chances of us making mistakes in our quest to get to this place is something that I cannot say is only natural. And so um, through our conversation today, I, I want to be able to, uh, one, point out to our listeners that mistakes will happen no matter how cautious they are, no matter how prepared they are, no matter how careful they are. And also for the ones who have already made a mistake and are dealing with the replications or the consequences of that, to be able to help them bring healing to them so that they realize that, yes, they are not, the identity is not the mistake that they have made. And as we go through our conversations today, these are some of the things that I pray that we will be able to help our listeners uh, grasp. Oh. So yeah. thank you for that, Dr. Joe. So how do we deal with mistakes? These mistakes that are inevitable, they are bound to happen. Whether we plan, whether we think about it or whatever, it's bound to happen. It's, it's out of our hands. How do we deal with these mistakes? Yeah, great question, uh, Sister Candice. Uh, the truth is, as you rightly said, mistakes are bound to happen. Um, because remember, a mistake really is um, being wrong about something. That's the simple definition of a mistake. And so if you're trying to get to a place of greater success, a, a place of greater prominence, then it's only natural that you're going to make decisions and take steps that will or might turn out to be wrong. That for the mere fact that you haven't been there before, and even if you know someone who has been there, sometimes the truth is we don't have the necessary information to prevent some of the missteps that we will make along the way. So no matter what, you will make mistakes. But the truth is not all mistakes are created equal. There are some mistakes that you make and you say, oh, 
okay, I was wrong here. That's okay. Yeah, I'm not going to do that again. And then there are other mistakes that stick with us for life. And so with the day-to-day -day mistakes, uh, let's say you wanted to make a left turn, you made a right turn, and then you made a U-turn, um, you went and turned around and came back to where you wanted to go. Um, you, you wanted to stop by the grocery store on your way home, you missed that and you came home. Those are really not um, uh, the mistakes or the, uh, the thing that I want us to be focusing on, but the mistakes that really does impact our life. The mistakes that we make that changes um, the trajectory of our life in some way, shape, or form. Those are the ones that I, I, I think we will be focusing on today. And so one is, um, for instance, uh, 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 making the mistake in a career choice. Um, not everybody gets a do-over. Um, if you are young and you make a mistake um, by picking the wrong major, um, you go through your first year, your second year, even your third year sometimes in college, and you say, well, this is really not for me. At that time, the most important thing is to realize that, yes, it's a mistake that I made to uh, take this major. And I think that's um, where sometimes we uh, often we often turn a mistake into a permanent thing, that we don't realize that this is a mistake and I have to fix it now. For one reason or another, some people, even when they realize they have made a mistake, still want to continue with that, uh, um, maybe to prove to their parents they can do it, to prove to themselves they can do it, when truly they know that the step they took was the wrong step. And so yeah. dealing with mistakes, one has to start with you taking uh, acknowledging that um, you have made a mistake. Because if you don't acknowledge that you've made a mistake, no matter what anybody does or no matter what people say, um, it's really not going to help. Um, as a matter of fact, it, it, uh, there have been many instances when people have made mistakes, they don't realize they made a mistake or they don't acknowledge that they made a mistake and someone tries to point it out to them and they become angry at the person who is trying to point out their mistake to them because they don't see that they have made a mistake. And so um, dealing with mistake first and foremost have to start with you recognizing that you've made the wrong step, you've made the wrong decision, mm -hmm. and then taking responsibility for it. Um, it's very interesting that most of the time, the one thing that can bring about um, healing in our lives is the one thing that we hate to do the most, and that is taking responsibility. Um, right. But you can really not heal. You can really not um, be successful at anything without being responsible for it. Um, I have a saying that I say that for us to um, receive of a greater gift or greater anointing from God, we must first be responsible for the giftings he has already deposited in our lives today. And the reason why I say that, and I believe that so strongly, is that if you do not make successful or good use of what you have right now, why will anybody in their right mind entrust you with more things? Yeah. And um, it's the same way with our mistakes that if you do not take responsibility for the wrong steps that you took, why should somebody trust you 
enough to um, uh, uh, give into your account or give under your responsibility something greater. So I think we often uh, kind of um, harm our own selves if we do not take responsibility for the mistakes that we have made. And so taking responsibility of that, I think is um, the second or at least um, within the top three things that you need to um, uh, realize. And then um, the other part, which will be uh, the, uh, the cusp of our conversation today is realize that you made the mistake, but you are not that mistake. And um, we will talk more about this as we go through our conversation. Thank you, Dr. Joe, for the brief explanation. Um, you said something about um, taking responsibility or accountability for your own actions or for your own mistakes. But um, also in the same way, you made mention of how if one does not come into realization or recognition of that mistake, it's really hard for them to say, learn from it. So, but my question there is, is a mistake subjective or objective? Is it, is it a mistake to, to you? I don't know if I'm making myself clear. It's a mistake, a subjective act. So it could be a mistake, but I may see it as not a mistake. Is there something like that or a mistake is a mistake? Because in the same token, you'll be talking to someone trying to, you know, draw their attention to a mistake that you have seen. But could, can, that, can that person be in a position of being convinced that that's not a mistake? Though it's a mistake to society or even you looking at them or looking from afar. So can you, you know, elaborate on there? Yeah. So um, if I understand uh, correctly your question, then um, uh, if I understand you asking, is, is a mistake something that is, let's say, universally as, um, seen as a mistake or a mistake is dependent individual. on how the individual sees it? And that, Sister Candice, is a very loaded question um, <laughs> because it uh, brings about a whole, it opens a can of um, worms, they say. But um, there is um, a, an African adage or proverb that uh, says that the person who is creating the path does not know that the back is crooked. And um, it, it, the reason or the uh, whenever this proverb is used, is used in this very same instance to let people know that when you are forging your own path in life, you don't realize that you are making missteps along the way. Um, and so sometimes or most often it takes an external eye to see where your road or your path is bending. So I would say that a mistake is something that does not just um, rely on the individual per se. Because if you say a mistake is dependent on the individual or is reliant on the individual, then you run the risk of um, putting yourself in a place uh, where I believe really as a society we are now that most consider wrong to be right in their own opinion and so as long as I see what I'm doing to be right, nobody can tell me it's wrong. So that's why right. we have rules and <laughs> regulations. And I think that the, it, it, it goes back to the very foundation or the fundamentals of humanity. Um, 
there there are ways human beings are supposed to relate to others um in our very core and so a funny story i uh had a conversation with someone not too long ago and they were talking about a, a work colleague who tells them that oh i uh, i think they were talking about religions and this work colleague said oh i am not a christian because um a friend told me that jesus is the only way to heaven and for me i cannot accept that i cannot accept that to be true and that's the reason why i'm not a christian but i had always been in church i had always been good and so this person said well let me invite you to church and he said no i'm not going to church because i know they're going to tell me what i'm doing is wrong and i said <laughs> okay so if they doing something that they think is wrong then already their conscience have told them that is wrong they don't need someone else to tell them so the fact that they are even refusing to go to church with you is an indication of them knowing where they stand and i think that's uh, how mistakes work no matter how we want to frame it no matter how we want to put it our conscience because that is the foundation that is the foundation that we were created um uh, that our conscience is something that God put in us and so we are able to know Besides when that. we have made a mistake we are able to sense it but as i said earlier sometimes we are just very stuck in our own ways um mm -hmm. and so we don't want to get to the point where we accept it uh in my personal life i would say every time i have made a mistake for someone else to tell me i probably yeah. have realized in myself and even when i tell the person they are lying when i turn back and i think about it i'm like they probably right uh, this was wrong i should have <laughs> not done it that way so i think mistake if we say is dependent on the individual we will be kind of um taking a misstep because individuals may just refuse to listen to their conscience and that's where the problem comes in Right. And so most of the time you need a, a second eye or an outsider <laughs> to be able to kind of point that out to us. Yes, um, thank you. And also one thing I, I think with what you're saying with the conscious aspect, you know, people, sometimes people, they know what is truth. And the fact that they have not accepted does not change the impact of that truth in their life. So, and I feel like it's with everything that you are saying, it comes down to pride and rebellious, being um, rebellious towards what you are feeling or what your conscience is telling you, or being too prideful to even accept that you can make a mistake. You know, so these two words can play a role in, you know, someone does not even have to tell you, but you know, you know, I, and I'm so glad you brought it up. We fine, of course, we can leave it to the person, but the person, their self knows, you Absolutely. know, Absolutely. yes, <laughs> and, and it, it will shape you, even though you have not pronounced it out of your mouth or accepted it within you, the same conscience will, it will, it will change something within, within you that you yourself will not come to realization of. And that is why people outside will say you have changed. You are doing this, you are doing that. And you would think you are the same person, but it's that same thing that you have neglected 
to accept that that is shaping you indirectly without you knowing. So that brings me into this question about um can um can uh the the aspect of uh, our mistakes can that change or impact our self-esteem or self-perception? Can our mistakes impact our self-perception? Yeah, absolutely. So um uh, to piggyback on what you just said about truth, um, uh, one a mentor of mine years ago said to me, Joe, um, one thing about life is truth is truth. Um, it's very stubborn. No matter what you do, you can change it. <laughs> you there. can choose not to accept it as truth, but it still doesn't change the fact that it, the it's truth, truth is truth. And so that kind of uh, ties in into um, uh, what we are saying. As far as um, being changed um, or our self-esteem being altered by our mistakes, um, uh, Sister Candice, the truth is some mistakes are very uh, difficult to deal with. Uh, some mistakes are very huge. Um, uh, in, uh, for the lack of a better word, I would say some mistakes are life-altering. And um, those are the mistakes that alter our identity or our self-image the most. Um, I did mention the mistake of education um, uh, before. Uh, what about the mistake of, um, let's say, um, abuse, for instance? Uh, some Great. people um, put, uh, for one way or another, found themselves in situations where they were abused, and they, their life is forever altered um, because they bear the guilt of um, the things they may or may not have done, the steps they may have taken, the steps they may not have taken. Um, and so those are really the most difficult ones to deal with. And then uh, the, uh, something like uh, te teen pregnancy. Um, I know um, in our part of the world, it's not as big a deal as uh, in other parts of the world. Um, for example, I, I, we were born in Ghana. And um, teen pregnancy is um, even to this day seen with a great disdain. Um, and the question is, um, is that uh, the res responsibility uh, or is that the doing of the person who is pregnant or who was abused or uh, the person who abused them? Um, and I mean, you can make arguments on both sides, but um, there, there are decisions that we make that lead us to a place um, where people take advantage of us and things of that nature. And all those uh, mistakes really do impact our life greatly. Um, but it's very important um, as we talk about acknowledging and taking responsibility for the mistakes that we make, but it's also very important that um, we also recognize that they do not define us as a whole person um, because the, the truth is your characters, your abilities, your potentials really do extend far beyond the mistakes that you have made. Yes, you may have made a mistake in your teenage years, but guess what? You, that doesn't sum up the rest of your life. I know right. people who um, made very um, grave mistakes in their teenage years and they've been able to turn their lives around right. and, and been able to learn from it and become better people uh, some are, are spokespeople for the teenage communities and things right, of that right. nature so um it's very important and i can't overemphasize this 
that we realize that that is not our sum total. Our ability stretch far beyond that. And most importantly, um, one thing we have to realize is that um, if you are a believer, God doesn't count your mistakes against you. Um, I just did a, 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 a recording on, our, on my YouTube channel, Weekly Prayer, about um, the God who qualifies. And I was um, kind of contemplating uh, the story of Elisha um, and Elijah when Elijah had been taken up into heaven and he, uh, Elisha, uh, inherited the mantle of Elijah. Now, when he crossed the river to the, uh, the Jordan River to the side where the company of the prophets were, they realized that the, uh, the, the anointing of Elijah was upon Elisha. But they said to Elisha that let us send people to go and look for your master Elijah. Now, why is this important? The problem is they were the same prophets who had prophesied to Elisha before he crossed the river with Elijah that God was going to take your master away from you today. So if they prophesied that, and I was saying in the recording that um, prophets are supposed to be the people who speak the mind of God. They, they, they are the oracles of God. So they saw it, they heard it, and they told Elisha. Now, when it actually did happen, they questioned it. They doubted mm. that then the very thing that they had prophesied about. And for <laughs> me, I was sharing with a pastor friend of mine that I think they made a mistake. They were flawed. In our day and time, some may say, oh, they are not good prophets because they said something that when it actually happened, they didn't believe. So did they even believe the God who spoke to them? Um, right. But yet God did not disqualify them. He did not say they made a mistake and so they are not, uh, they are not my prophets anymore. God continued to use them. So right. we, we serve a God who is able to make our mistakes even work out for us. And uh, that is why it's so important to uh, have faith and to believe in this God. Um, because sometimes some mistakes, I'm not going to uh, sugarcoat it. Some mistakes are unbearable. Some mistakes you can't, it's very can't difficult to live with. Some mistakes you cannot come back from it, as you said. And it takes the grace of God. It takes the, um, the love of God. And it takes the favor of God to be able to carry us through some of these mistakes. And so um, I, I don't want for a second think all mistakes are created equal. But I think no matter what mistake it is, that does not sum up our total being. Thank you. Can there be a blessing in our mistakes? Um, <laughs> can there be a blessing? Because um, with you said something about teen pregnancy in some parts of the world being an issue. Of course, our society now it's even a benefit for us, you know, with uh, child support and all these uh, oh um, incentives that comes with it. So, um, but other parts, it's like a taboo. It's like something that you should not even try to do. But then there's a child. So that's a blessing. So can a mistake be, is there a blessing attached to a mistake? Because I think that can help us be able to separate ourselves from the mistake so that we know that we are not our mistake. Yeah, so um, I always say again that 
the point of making mistakes is to learn from them. And so if you make a mistake and don't learn from it, then there's no point making the mistake in the first place. So if you look at it from that perspective, then there can always be a blessing out of a mistake because the mistake that you learn from will prevent you from probably landing in a more dangerous situation or in a more dangerous um, circumstance than what you are learning from. And that's why I, I say that. Um, so there can certainly always be blessings that come out of our mistakes. Um, but how do you justify to, let's say, the person who was raped, abused, and things like that, um, that they are going to um, have a blessing out of it? It all uh, comes down to um, having uh, uh, learning the right lessons from it and um, being able to get to a place where you realize that um, yes, the mistake happened to you specifically, but it could have happened to everybody else too. And so in that sense, the blessing that can come out of that is being able to realize or recognize the positions that you put yourself in for that to happen in the first place and helping other people, younger people, um, older people, or whatever the case might be from being able to um, avoid such mistakes and things like that. And then um, uh, there is a passage in the book of Romans that talks about um, all things working together for the good of those who love and serve God, um, those who are called according to his purpose. And I think that is very, very true. Um, but again, remember that as when we were starting, I said something about mistakes being inevitable because we are trying to get to a better place. We are trying to get to a place that we do not okay. know. Um, but God knows because he knows it all. And so in some instances, certain things can seem to us as mistakes, but work its purpose out for us to get to um, a place where we will have better success. Um, I, I personally um, have a very um, famous saying from, uh, I believe it's Andrew Murray, that I personally apply to my life day in and day out. And he says that in times of trials, um, the, there are four things that he does. The first thing is to recognize that it is by the will of God that he is in that situation that he finds himself. <clears throat> and if it is the will of God, then God will uh, give him the grace to behave as his child whilst he goes through that temptation. And then the third thing is that um, uh, God will equip him with the grace to learn the necessary lessons that he needs to learn through that predicament, through that trial, through that tribulation. And then the fourth thing is that um, you are there for God's timing, that when the time is right, God will take you out. So um, he, in his uh, book, he summarized it as um, I'm here by um, God's appointment, in God's keeping under God's training for God's timing. And that's something that I, I actually apply to my life each and every day because I'm trying to get to a place that I don't know. And so even when I have made mistakes, whether it's in marriage, with my children, in my work, I have to turn it over and say, what are the lessons that I need to learn from the mistake that I made, the misstep that I took? What are the lessons I need to learn from that 
And I believe that if we are able to do that, one, it takes humility. It takes you acknowledging that you made a mistake. And two, right. it takes responsibility, the things we talked about before. So it takes your pride away from the equation and it's able to set you up in a place where you are able to learn from it and get better. Right. Thank you so much, Dr. Joe. Before we bring today's discussion to an end, you know, with your last remarks, all I'm hearing is perception, perception, perception. It's all about how you see the situation. It's all about how you can humbly um, put yourself in a place of I'm willing to learn or I'm living this life or this journey with as a student, basically. Um, and, you know, when we go to school, some exams you fail, some you pass, you know, some of them you have no idea what you learned. So th that's the journey of life. We are students. We are, we are supposed to humble ourselves and put ourselves in that place of allowing all things to be for them to work together for our good. Um, so with what you were saying before about uh, certain mistakes, not being able to, you know, it's so hard for people to separate their self, their self from like rape because the trauma that is attached to it, you cannot even see a blessing in there. But at the end of it all, I feel like any mistake can be viewed in a positive perspective. We have that power in our mind, and I want to motivate you of that, listeners out there. We have that ability. We have that power. Whatever it is, you have that ability to switch it around. You have a gun in your head. That very moment, you can have, uh, you have that power and that ability to see it in a different perspective. God has given us that power. It's in your hands. You shape this world according to your perception. And I think with that, whatever comes our way, we can sail through it to wherever we are going that we do not know. Dr. Joe, as we bring today's discussion, we are not our mistakes. We have spoken a lot about a lot of things. What are the last remarks that you want to leave us with today? Yeah, um, thank you so much for that contribution, Sister Candice. And um, I believe you hit the nail on the head there when you talked about um, us having the power to be able to do that. Um, and I believe that goes back to the, the fundamental um, of who we are as people. We were created in the image of God and have the inherent abilities to be able to shape the world um, to be the oh, place yes. we aspire to have. And um, we can do it by ourselves uh, in most yeah. instances. You need the grace, you need the favor of God, um, and you need people around you to encourage you uh, in most yeah. instances to be able to point you in the right um, direction or to be able to sometimes even uh, juggle your memory, um, juggle your memory enough for you to realize that you have this ability within you to be able to um, bring the change uh, in perception that you are uh, seeking. Um, there is, um, obviously, we uh, are not born here or we are not from here. And so I can't um, uh, finish uh, discussion today without talking about the um, aspect of uh, the uh, culture and the role that it plays in how we are able to um, uh, heal from our mistakes. Um, every culture has its norms, its regulations, its rules. And that's why uh, in the beginning I said that uh, mistakes are not more based on the individual but, but on the societal view of things. 
um, there is a, a very well known saying, if you go to Rome, you do what the Romans do. <laughs> but that does not necessarily mean that you become a Roman. And sometimes that's, <laughs> that, that's the point that we miss. Yeah, you, you go to Rome, there are rules and regulations that you do because you are in Rome, but you're not a Roman. Uh, when you come to America, there are rules and regulations that govern the country. That doesn't mean that you are American. And so if you have that notion or that understanding, you always are able to live your life in a way that will um, keep you in a uh, in a space to gu guide you to where you need to be. Because I personally don't believe that you will get to um, your final destination or you will get to the place of your highest success when all you do is to make enemies of um, your current surroundings. I believe that the, the, the people around us, uh, for the most part, are the steps that we will step on as we climb the journey uh, or the ladder of life. And they are the same people as we climb up that we will meet when we are coming downwards um, uh, back to the ground. And so uh, I want to encourage you, my dear listener, that whatever situation you find yourself in, uh, no matter what has happened in your life, we are not in any way, shape, or form saying that the things that has happened to you or the things that you have done in your life um, are of no significance. They are, and that's why we are talking about them today. But they are also not the complete story of your life. You can rewrite the story of your life if you find yourself in a position where your mistakes are weighing you down, where your, if your mistakes are holding you back because the, the, your ability to learn from mistakes is what will help contribute to you evolving and becoming the person that you aspire to be. And so um, I want you to uh, realize this. Be humble enough to recognize that you are only human. You are prone to make mistakes. Realize that these mistakes are things that you can learn from uh, to become a better person. And also know that the mistakes are not what makes up your identity or your self-esteem. Your character, your abilities, your potential, your desires, your, your influence far outweigh the, uh, or outreach the mistakes that you have made. And so I want you to, as this week you go about your daily life, think about the mistakes that you have made that are weighing you down. And the ones that you find no way to be able to um, let go, let God in and he will be able to help you overcome those. Yes. God bless you so much for joining us today for another episode of Hour of Healing. Uh, we hope to see you same time next week. And don't forget to share with your friends, your loved ones, co-workers, and even the people who you do not like. God bless you so <laughs> much for joining us. We will see you same time next week. Bye-bye.